Welcome back to another episode of the Cold Comedy Show. How's everyone doing out there? You know, there was another shooting. Brother got shot in the back, I think, um, 10 times. Cops wouldn't release the video. Claim he was a drug dealer. Man's in a coma. What's happening to our country? A lot of us act like we don't know. And, and we keep asking these same questions to ourselves. Why? See, when you build a foundation of a country on bigotry and hate, that's what you're going to get. And it's sad watching Americans who miseducated and those who are not paying attention but are so wrapped up in their lives that they don't see that the confederacy never stopped fighting the civil war they playing it in a different arena instead of out there on the battlefield they're doing it in the political arena they play the game give the rich what they want the rich give them money to manipulate the system by brainwashing ignorant people to believe their lies by feeding and feeding their fears and bigotry and their prejudices. Because that's the only way American voters will send someone like Ted Cruz, Holly, Rand Paul, Mitch O'Connell, and Donald Trump to the White House. They wrap themselves in the flag. They have their national networks like Fox News, One, Newsmax. Brainwashing people with their Wall Street Journal, their Washington Post, New York Post. You know, just not to share democracy when everyone's blood has spilled to make this country function is amazing. Those who died have less representation and no wealth hardly because selfish wealthy white men decide to spend their billions from their tax cuts to fuck the United States over, the country that they benefited from. You know, think about it for a moment, right? You know, when you listen to the media and you see how they be talking about Wall Street and and they talk about how fucked up the Republican Party really is, but they never talk about those who are the puppet masters. We focus on Mitch O'Connell like he actually pulling the strings. No, he's not. It's corporate America. It's those billionaires that you've never seen their faces in history or in life. Those guys have so much money and they have ideology of hate. Because only people like that can go global with their hate. People who have money and power and influence, and they gain that money and power and influence from conquering and demoralizing other races. And still, a lot of fucking thievery going on. So, what you expect? 
when you're being miseducated from your textbooks in school because they know you're too stupid to realize that they're fucking you over. When you watch people like Ted Cruz and Mitch O'Connell and Holly and the rest of those rich pricks who have the top-line education, they learn how to lie with a straight face, and that's dangerous. You know, 140-some representatives and 45 senators decided to overthrow democracy. That shit's scary. And then they have their right-wing networks to go along with the shit, act like nothing really happened. They honestly telling you who they really are, showing you who they are, and nobody fucking want to believe it. There's no longer a Republican Party. We got to stop acting like this. But the biggest thing gets me with this country right now, out of the war on drugs, the war on poverty, the war on black lives, you notice that they will invest in prison, jails, and police departments. Billions of dollars, but they refuse to give fair housing, decent housing, and a community that can function with good schools. You know, that's not an investment, but investing in policing and prisons is the way to go. Democrat and Republican doesn't matter. Black or white, politicians are full of shit. And that's the game. See, because this new generation not paying attention, and you end up being victim and prey. Oh, I forgot you already are. You're dying at 15, 16, 13, 12. The system is a monster. It doesn't care what is a vow, as long as it feeds itself. And so we're watching our people die. Another young man gets shot in the leg because some gangbangers chasing him, cops shooting him. At least that cop didn't kill him in Connecticut. Young girl gets shot because she was afraid of her life. Cops, 10 seconds in, he put her down. They're going to fight that. They're going to find justification for that. But I noticed out of all of this shooting, cops shooting, only white cops shooting minorities. You don't see minority cops shooting white people. When the word systemic means systemic, your subconscious is in their bloodline. It's how they think about and how they see minorities. They don't see, them as, see us as human beings. They see us as the other, a threat. Even if you're a victim or you're young, they don't see you as a child. They see you as black. You know, today on the Cold Coming Show, we got to get into that. Because I want people to understand, you know, the skin thing. This little melanoma on your skin or whatever you want to call it. Melanin, melanin, yeah. And melanoma, because some people do get that. You know, we always, ooh, you got melanoma on your skin. But melanin, you know, we think about that, right? You know, <laughs> it doesn't make you black. It doesn't make you, you know, white. It makes you human. You know, we adapted to the climate where we live in an area of this planet that we live on. And then we have our culture. But we're still human. But we have different human cultures. And we find our flaws and our, our flaws and, and faults to hate and conquer each other. Because that's what we're programmed to do. Or what they're programmed to do.
We spent more money in 20 years on a war that didn't get no results for a second time since Vietnam. It's then investing in black community, brown communities. Trillions is thrown away on military hardware and lack of investment in Americans. Because what makes this country strong are the citizens. What will make this country function and be the envy of the world is unity. But for some reason, we have some rich, spoiled brats. Don't want that. Today in Arizona, they still counting some votes. For what reason, I don't know. You know, Arizona is, you know, doesn't really matter, but they're trying to prove a point that see, it was voter fraud somewhere. And who's committing the fraud? The ones who holland voter fraud. Hell, I, voter fraud should be thrown in the garbage because them motherfuckers committed insurrection. So many words, they committed treason. But it's too harsh of a word. Bullshit. Every last one of the senators and representatives who freed Trump made excuses for him, committed treason against the oath of office that they decided to take. And you notice the white terrorists get a pass, but if it was brown or black, they would be in check. They wouldn't have no office. They would be thrown out of the House. They were thrown out of the Senate. And they would be arrested for treason. But not with Ted Cruz, Holly, and Mitch O'Connell, Lindsey Graham, Susan Blackburn, and the rest of those fucking clowns up there. Not one is going to be held, or held accountable. Excuse me. Ted Cruz playing the game because he knows how the game being played. If we don't get our shit together, we won't have a democracy. I'm going to say it in every podcast. So let's get this show rolling and listen to some stuff. You know what? The Lincoln Project is a very powerful group of ex-Republicans who's trying to warn Americans about what's going on in this country because our democracy is in trouble. Just because we got Sleepy Joe in the White House doesn't mean Sleepy Joe going to, you know, in two years, Sleepy Joe might lose all control because half of America is too stupid, too dumb, and not paying attention and won't even take their um, COVID, second COVID shot because they've been stupefied. Our education system sucks so bad that even white kids supposed to be smarter than anybody else, excuse me. Um, but they're just stupid too. Because poor white schools suck just like poor black schools. I've seen it. If you thought Donald Trump was qualified to be president and you voted for him, you're a fool. And stupid. And most of all, racist. Let's get this show started and listen to what the Lincoln Project has been talking about, the Republican Party. You know, um, it's only been 500 people been arrested. I'm going to say that again. And nobody at the top, top, top food chain has been touched. You know why? Because Christopher Ray and the cronies, they was down with the coup. I'll be right back. One thing about Donald Trump, crazy as he is, he says it like they tell him. Whoever promised Donald Trump that he could be president 
for life lied to Donald Trump, but he believed the lie. Now they're trying to, with this, all of this voter fraud and voter ID bullshit, they're going to try to cover up and protect the lie, not Donald Trump, because, you know, he's a walking idiot, and he's becoming useless to him now. Check this out. And don't forget, we're in a fight for our democracy. just see a sea of people. The only way we're going to lose this election is if the election is rigged. Trump flags, Confederate flags, thin blue line flags, don't tread on me flags. I will have lost to the worst candidate in the history of presidential voting. This year, it's getting extreme. Whoever's in charge of this should be hung. America, it's all on the line. You won't be safe until Biden's here. Who's our president? Trump's our president. This is our chance to show how serious we are. He's against God. He's against guns. Biden's policies put America last. What's the going down? You should go out and vote. Every single is a trade. Former Vice President Joe Biden will win. Wow! All the good works. Stop protecting tyrants. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. We have to forget about the law. A dozen GOP senators plan to object. They don't represent us. They need to pay the ultimate price for their crime. You should want to have an accurate election. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I do not No, no, no. Let's have trial by combat. To hear the president make baseless claims from the White House. Insurrection! Yeah, a lot of angry Trump supporters who are getting more and more fired up by the day. We're seeing protesters overcome the police. It's like some medieval. Never give up. We will never concede. They beat police officers with Blue Lives Matter flags. You don't concede when it's death. I remember guys chanting like killing with his own gun. Our job today was just to count the votes. That's all. You're like, oh, this is just a movie. It could never happen in real life. No, but then you're in the middle of it. Overnight, we learned a U.S. Capitol Police officer has died. All of us should do some soul-searching about five dead Americans. They were terrorists. They were trying to assassinate the vice president. Thousands of Republicans are leaving the GOP. They Confederate flags in the U.S. Capitol. Is it still the party of Trump or not? They tried to disrupt this country's democracy. Donald King Trump ain't going anywhere. This is his part. You know what? Y'all failed. Do we have hope to see Donald Trump run again in 2024? You do have hope. That I can <laughs> You do have hope. And that's the problem. In 2024, we don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to have a democracy or not? They stormed the Capitol. We have trader representatives and senators sitting in the in Washington, D.C., in the House, in the Senate, willing to destroy our democracy. Arizona, 
they counting the votes like there was stolen votes. But what gets me with this whole thing, those people who's willing to let Donald Trump big lie become reality, they don't love them. I, I see that they don't love democracy. They don't love America. They hate America because they've been fed so much fear and hate that they don't realize that those same guys that feed them that fear and hate, they're going to benefit from the destruction of the United States. Charles or David, those Cokes, the Mercers, the, 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 the big corporate ent 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 entities who invest in ALEC, who got these voter ID laws flying all over the country. Stay in your ground laws. See, that's how they fight in their secret civil war. See, the South never stopped from the monuments that we want to tear down. Look at Ron DeSantis, making it harder for people to, t to destroy the Confederacy. That's what we're up against. Corporate media would never tell you that. Mitch O'Connell was an old, good old Southern boy. And these guys got together and they needed a fool to put in the White House so they could do their dirt. Stack the Supreme Court, stack the lower courts. And the minute someone said, nah, we got to make the courts bigger, which is crazy because I say throw them motherfuckers out on their asses because is Roberts really representing the United States Supreme Court or he's representing white supremacy? Gorsuch, all of them. Thomas, we know what the fuck he gonna do. He gonna kiss so much white ass that his lips are white. But I'm just saying, you know, look at him. Tony Bear. She sat there knowing during what that she's a white supremacist, even though she got a little black kid. But they sitting on the Supreme Court. Because Clarence Thomas and the Confederacy wanted their people on the Supreme Court because they know they losing. So they want to be able to overturn any law that reaches the Supreme Court. Matter of fact, abortion laws was just a game they was playing with. They don't give a fuck if a woman, if a kid live or die. <laughs> you don't believe me. Have you seen what they did to the kids in the cages? Matter of fact, if that's not a good enough example, how about um, the virus? How many people die and have children? You think they give a fuck if the kids was homeless? No, they don't. Ted Cruz, the biggest example, that motherfucker went to Cancun when people lectures, he was out and people was dying cold and COVID. The cold and COVID. And you know what? You can send those bastards to D.C., but it's the voters. Racist ass, ignorant ass, backwards thinking fucking voters. Come on, if you don't believe me, look at Marshall Taylor, whatever her name, Marshall Taylor Green, and that other little gun-toting, gun scary-ass, little skinny, little white bitch from somewhere, got a bar named Shooters. What type of country do you want in 2024, 2026, 2027, 2028, 2025, excuse me? I'm thinking there ain't going to be no more United States of America if we don't destroy white supremacy once and for all. It's in our police departments, it's in our police, it's in our states, local governments. That's why America's not functioning. They passed that shit, that racism down from generation to generation. It's their inheritance. That's what they do. 
They're well-educated, well-privileged. And they know how to manipulate the poor. Some of them profane people who love Trump sleeping in vans because they know mass don't have no home. And they got to blame someone. They got to hate somebody. So hate the brown person who's, who's struggling too instead of looking at the rich man who's getting tax cuts and man manipulating the system with their money and wealth. And, and that's all I can say in this episode because you guys got to listen to more of this, sh this show. You know, I'm trying not to swear. I swear so much when Trump was in the White House. I'm trying to keep it keep it real right now. Oh, by the way, they're gonna be talking about oh, oh Joe Biden first hundred days, dude. Hundred days don't mean a goddamn thing. Yeah, Joe did good, but we have a long way to go. And people who the moderate whites who wants to ignore what happened on January the sixth and think the Republican Party is salvageable, and there's some good Republicans. You know, Liz Cheney might speak up, but she's still voting party on you know, party lockstep. She might don't like um, um, that Gates kid, but this is a fight between wealthy people. We're looking at a civil war right in front of our faces being played out in Capitol Hill and around the country. And we act like we're stupid can't ignore it. The Republican Party, this Republican Party that exists today, is a threat. And it got that way because rich, wealthy, racist-ass men wanted this. So they made the deal. We buy our politicians, we tell them what to do, we write the laws, and we fuck the United States over because some reason it wasn't good to them. But they sit on all the money. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Cold Comedy Show with more of this crazy show. You wanna know why China thinks America is on its last leg? Because when you listen to the Southern white man and white woman, you realize that they are very ignorant. Some of the Northern ones are too, but the Confederacy, the old, the Republican base used to be the old Dixocrats, the old Democrats, and now they're conservatives, Christian conservatives. And when you listen to them, you realize that Racism and ignorance, and it's embedded in the education system. Because, no, I can't even explain it. Just listen to this. Hollywood has gotten wrong. The way the South is depicted regarding slavery. I would think one would be the beating of people. There may have been one that would do that to their slave just because they're a mean, bad person. But the majority of them would not do that. Would they were part of the family. They were like Big Mama, you know, we just love it. They were just all a big family. We're not racist. We have two minorities right there on the police force. There's two women, one's a black one. But that says a lot for what Tallahassee represents. Now, just listen to that. This is happening in the 21st century. For some white women 
to talk about slavery like, well, we don't think that we whooped all those black people asses all the time. We didn't coot the kente them, did we? You know, with, I mean, I can't say with, no, I can't pronounce that. Now, I, I know what I do. Um, just say ignorance, because they can't be with, no. I want you, I know, I can't, I, 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 nope. No, they don't know. They really don't. And so, when you listen to that, oh, by the way, we have some blacks in the police department. One black woman, is she, she's blacker than a cold. But she's a good one. She knows her place. This is what the rich men play with. Now, you let me explain something to you. This one might blow your mind. Just imagine those people listen to Fox News, News One, Newsmax, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Hannity, Bill O'Reilly back in the day, um, Carl Rove, Steve Bannon, and what? Donald Trump. He speaks their language. I mean, now it makes, it blows my mind because you ever listen to Donald Trump's speeches, that didn't make any fucking sense. And when you listen to that segment, did it make any fucking sense to you? Yeah, slavery, big mama. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? When you start reading their code, so many words, they didn't give a shit if black folks were slaves. Some black folks knew their places, Clarence Thomas. Oh, by the way, we got a new uh, a super token. Not that fucker in Kentucky. Not him. Oh, man, the number one ass kisser. Oh, you thinking of Ben Carson, huh? No, I'm talking about... <clears throat> Need I say, Tim Scott. Now, I'm going to play a segment in later on in the show. And this black piece of shit made Candace Owens look like a saint. I'll be right back with the Cold Comedy Show. The show is not over yet. You know who's worse than a shit stain in your underwear? Tim Scott. That's Senator. Now, he's supposed to be working on a police reform bill. From the rebuttal that he's supposed to give to the President's State of the Union address from Sleepy Joe, this clown, Tim Scott, from Carolinas, Shoulders with kissing ass sounds like. Because I haven't heard that much to white asses since Clarence Thomas landed on the Supreme Court. But <clears throat> this dude is a natural embarrassment. Now check this out. Senator Tim Scott from the great state of South Carolina. 
We just heard President Biden's first address to Congress. Our president seems like a good man. His speech was full of good words, but President Biden promised you a specific kind of leadership. He promised to unite a nation, to lower the temperature, to govern for all Americans, no matter how we voted. This was the pitch. You just heard it again. But our nation is starving for more than empty platitudes. We need policies and progress that brings us closer together. But three months in, the actions of the president and his party are pulling us further and further apart. Now, listen to that. What you heard there was pure BS. Now, think about it. He belongs to a party that gave us Donald Trump. That black piece of tech... <clears throat> Excuse me, I said I wasn't going to swear. That black man stood there with all of those white... Ah, ah, can't say it. Crackers? No, no. Yeah. And voted to get rich white crackers? No, I mean, people. Tax cuts. The same piece of black pieces. Black man um, voted to not help you get $1,400. This piece of black man decided to give you $1,200 and then took them eight months to give you $600. The same black man watched white supremacy storm Charlottesville, get into the White House, went along with white supremacy, and then turn around and tell you that what's going on in Georgia is just, is, is, you know, just purging voter fraud out of the game because of something cheating. Oh, by the way, we make sure we're not going to cheat. And they're the fuckers ones who are cheating. And this black piece of Man... going along with it, along with the other black piece of sh- oh, people um, who have sold their soul to the devil, and I, you know what, you know what, I'm trying to keep my cool here, but finish listening to this. I won't waste your time with finger pointing or partisan bickering. You can get that on TV anytime you want. I want to have an honest conversation about common sense and common ground about this feeling that our nation is sliding off its shared foundation and how we move forward together. Growing up, I never dreamed I would be standing here tonight. When I was a kid, my parents divorced. My mother, my brother, and I moved in with my grandparents. Three of us sharing one bedroom. I was disillusioned and angry, and I nearly failed out of school, but I was blessed. Blessed by kissing a lot of white ass. This piece of sh- Man. Sitting there telling you his bullshit story. Like he rose up out of poverty and his mother... And he succeeded to become a senator on the Republican side of the map. Because he kissed so much white ass. That he don't give a shit. 
that the people he's supposed to represent, the black side, go into slavery, have Jim Crow, separate, not equal. As long as that piece of man can live good with his white lady in his little white town. I give it to someone like Tim Scott to stand there knowing that they took all their dignity and threw it on the ground because having material wealth is more important than dignity. Standing up for what's right. You know, they talk about he's working with the Democrats on police reform. After that speech, you trust Tim Scott to be honest with Tim Scott. Because people with common sense know Tim Scott is nothing more than a kiss ass to those puppet masters who control his wealth, his influence, his fame. Because that little black ball headed token like walking through the front door of their country clubs, their golf clubs. He liked their dinner parties. And you know, when he walks away, they talk about him behind his back. But he wants that lifestyle. He's addicted to that, you know, prestige. So he'd kiss a lot of ass. Condoleezza Rice kissed a lot of ass too. But, you know, I hate to see educated fools. And I mean, you're so fucking smart that you're stupid. But, you know, what pisses me off with this whole thing with him is that he tried to act like, you know, everything, he, he went through a lot of shit. That's why he kissing a lot of you know, no I'm not even going to go there with it. I, you know, I said I wasn't going to swear, but maybe he can explain it to you better. I know what it feels like to be pulled over for no reason, to be followed around the store while I'm shopping. I've also experienced a different kind of intolerance. I get called Uncle Tom and the N-word by progressives, by liberals. Ah, that ass-kissing piece of shit. You know how much ass you willing to kiss to stand there on national TV and say, See, I know what I am. I'm straight up an ass kisser. I like my person. I like where I'm at. <laughs> White man ain't mad at me. You know, I, he doesn't care about the Republican Party committed treason. He doesn't care about the Republican Party um, want to, you know, take voting rights away from his people. He doesn't care about police reform. That's what I'm just getting out here to you guys on the Cold Comedy Show. He doesn't care. All he black piece of shit and people like him cares about is prestige and power. That with Tim Scott, and that's why they put him out there for the rebuttal, and he came up with all of this shit. And you know what blows my mind and put the candle on top of the cake? His black ass stood there and said, there's no such thing as racism. Now, you know how much ass you had to kiss to actually burp that out of your mouth on national TV? 
You know how low and no balls you have to say some shit like that when we just seen white nationalists storm the fucking Capitol on January the 6th, Charlottesville, Donald fucking Trump, the Republican fucking party, the knee on George Floyd's neck, the killer of the black girl in her house, Rashonda Taylor, the uh, Harvey. I mean, I could go on. Black lives does not matter to ass-kissing black brothers like him. He want to get away so far away from his blackness that he would kiss white ass and sell out his own. And that's what pisses me off. That's, and that's honest. Some of you might not like it. Too fucking bad. You're listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Because I tell you one thing, for a black man to stand on national TV for a rebuttal of the president of the United States and say there's no fucking racism and what the fuck is wrong with you? Cops are killing black people. You don't see black cops killing white people. You see white cops killing black people. But there's no fucking racism? Don't fuck with my intelligence just to make a few ignorant white people feel good. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show and that's why I can't stand a kiss ass. If you want to save democracy, you have to pay attention and get out and vote. The Republican Party is the problem in this country. It's nothing but the old Confederacy. And when they put someone like Tim Scott out there to try to act like racism doesn't exist and the last four years was just an illusion and the storming of the Capitol didn't happen, they don't believe Joe Biden is a legitimate president, they have a propaganda machine running 24 hours a day on your cable networks, you know what we went through with this virus under administration like Donald Trump and the leadership in this House and the Senate of re- with Republicans. And we finally got Nancy Pelosi and then they fought her like tooth and nail to keep America falling because as long as the rich white man on top, fuck everyone else. And it's embarrassing as hell. When you see someone like Donald Trump become president and the leader of China saying democracy is dead and the leader of Russia smiling saying, I told you, it was a joke. And when you see people counting ballots in Arizona trying to make a big lie bigger. And you're going to vote Republican in 2022 for a Republican after all of that? You don't love this country. Because let me tell you something, when you vote Republican and you say you're Republican and you look at the leadership of that party and you look at it's mostly a white man's party, it's a segregationist party. It's nothing more than the old Ku Klux Klan and white supremacy and Nazi and fascist. They just learn to play the game a little different. That's all it is. We're still fighting the civil war because when black folks wanted civil rights, 
and we've got the war on poverty, it turns into the war on drugs. And from that, it then trickled down every since. Okay, so we got to understand what we're up against. You know, these billionaires and trillionaires can spend billions of dollars to keep money flowing into their pockets, but they can give a fuck less about everyone else. So, don't act like... <laughs> don't act like Trump was the best thing in the world for America. When the man couldn't even spell America. That's the sad thing about this country. And then gave up on, on, on common sense. Happening in the White House and folks who are complicit with it. But for a lot of black folk in this country, it seems as if in the generality, white people have lost their damn minds. And we have to raise our children in the midst of this. We have to, we have to when they go to those two black men in Starbucks, they were somebody's babies, even though they were grown men. That child that a police officer had hung up by his feet at the Waffle House, that's somebody's child. And so here we are in this environment where many of us in our past, in the histories of our families, have had people strung up from trees, have had to deal with legal segregation, have had to deal with ongoing insult and injury and harm, find ourselves in a historic moment right now where we have to worry about raising our kids, we have to worry about whether or not they will have opportunity. So we can talk about the politics, but there's something, and Steve, you get at this, you, you've got, you, you've touched on this. There's something deeply insidious that, that's borderline evil here. And it's not just simply Donald Trump. It's about the moral monsters that are running around this country and claiming it as their own. And that's the problem right there. That's the problem. Moral monsters. The ones who claim that they love this country so much and they patriotic and they will destroy it because they don't want blacks to have opportunity. They would destroy it because they don't want brown babies growing up in America. That's sad, isn't it? It really is. And to put someone like Tim Scott up there to rebut the president, <laughs> you know, it's disgusting. It really is. But this is our country. Ain't nobody gonna fix it but us. So the lies they're gonna be telling you in the next few months and weeks better wake up to it. America is a racist country. may have been cut short, but apparently it helped membership. Other than the Coke bottle, what's more recognizable than the white hood and robe and the flaming cross? The government was intended to be of the white man, by the white man, and for the white man. Interest in the Ku Klux Klan has swelled and then dwindled. 
The clan's power always came and went in phases. Until at one point, the tactics used to gather clan members together ultimately become the hooks used to drag them down. The oldest Ku Klux Klan organization in the nation may be out of business. But what's never gone away is the fear the Klan built its legacy on. Fear that's still here today. They call themselves White Patriots, Knights of the Klan, and they have returned to the small Tennessee town where it all began. This is Pulaski, Tennessee, and the Ku Klux Klan began back in 1865 on Christmas Eve, when six ex-Confederate soldiers met to form a social club. Its name was inspired by the Greek word for circle. Nathan Bedford Forrest was the Klan's first imperial wizard and the hoods and robes were used to frighten black people in their homes. But then black people start voting, and the Klan and groups like it turn brutal. But the Klan went quiet just years later. By 1872, all of their goals had been pretty much accomplished, so there wasn't really a need to don a sheet anymore because you had your person, your guy at the state house who could make laws that would suit your purposes. In 1915, Birth of a Nation became the first film ever screened at the White House. The book it was based on was written by a friend of then President Woodrow Wilson. You know, it's a three-hour film that poses black men as, as dangerous and violent, so which led to, you know, a decade of racial terror lynchings. And we see that that narrative continues to this very day. The film inspired another war veteran, William J. Simmons, who began to reignite the flames of the Klan, this time against not just blacks, but Catholics, Jewish people, and the nation's newly arriving immigrants. People are shocked to know that there were, you know, a million people in the Ku Klux Klan around the country. The Ku Klux Klan spread its poisonous influence. But you had a lot of people, I mean, a lot of officials. You had governors, you had senators. But by the 1930s, the Klan's millions had dwindled to thousands. Here's why. As the New Jersey Ku Klux Klan rents the camp for one day, cameramen are not permitted to photograph everything. While the Klan had a national organization, there were copycat groups who fought over funds, dragging each other into court and adding to the growing disgust of the public. The IRS investigated in 1944 and then demanded $500,000 in back taxes. That crippled the Klan, but not for long. With the advent of the Civil Rights Movement and the Supreme Court order to desegregate in 1954, the Ku Klux Klan sprang back to life. Robert Shelton's United Clans of America assaulted freedom riders and activists from Birmingham to Anniston. The White Knights of Mississippi were responsible for the murder of three civil rights workers. The Klan is responsible for the 1963 Baptist Church bombing and the 1965 murder of mother of five, Viola Liuzzo. The FBI infiltrated and cracked down on the violence, but violence wasn't the only issue. You also have those nonviolent actions that were carried out by groups like the White Citizens Council after Brown v. Board in places like Montgomery, Alabama, where I am, they immediately started these private um, academies. And, and to this day, they don't send their kids to school with black kids. 
Uh, I believe in nonviolence. I think that we should react and we should work and organize as white people. David uh, Duke tried to popularize a new type of Klansman. He tried to claim they were nonviolent. They were simply all about white people's rights. And he was photogenic and he got a lot of publicity and his Klan group started growing. And then comes leaders like Bill Wilkinson and Fraser Glenn Miller Jr. The numbers were smaller than before, but the violence still left people dead. To investigate and go after the Klan, Klan Watch director Randall Williams attended several rallies. There is an odd, uh, happy white supremacy family atmosphere to some of this activity. You know, if you go to a, a Klan rally on a Saturday afternoon, they're having a fish fry. I mean, it almost looks benign. But the KKK's symbols made their members a solid target. And memberships, reams of propaganda material, assets, and bank accounts became liabilities that groups like the SBLC could use to take the Klan down in court. In 1987, Beulah Mae Donald won a $7 million lawsuit against the United Clans of America for their involvement in the death of her 19-year-old son. No, I didn't want it to happen to nobody else's child like it has mine. It bankrupted the largest Klan organization at the time. But the people who'd been attracted to KKK principles had already started to move on. Beginning in the late 1970s, what we really see is that this sense of emergency shared by white power activists, and here I'm talking about Klansmen, but also radical tax resistors, white separatists, followers of Christian identity, neo-Nazis, and a whole bunch of other people. That sense of emergency and the sense of a shared frustration with the government brought people together in what they called the white power movement. White power! The KKK's robes and crosses are less popular now, but the tactics the Klan used to draw individuals in proved useful for decades. One key lesson, the Klan figured out how to use the internet back in the early 80s the Liberty Net. The new white power groups now know how to communicate without making themselves easy targets. We have to remember that these activists are motivated by a sense that their actions are all that stands between them, their families, and the end of the world. They see racial demographic change as the end of the world, as an annihilation of everything that they care about. For them, it's a state of emergency. That was just a little history lesson of what we up against in this country. Now, for you moderates out there who are white and who stands with freedom and democracy for everyone, I give you salute. But you see what we're up against. That is old money. Citizen Council, the Koch brothers, the Mercers, Heritage Foundation, Walmart. You know, every white person who's successful, Chick-fil-A owners, them suckers are now the new backers of ALEC. The owners of Fox News, News One, News Max. <clears throat> Giuliani right now is in trouble. They got him on some Ukraine stuff, but he's part of the problem too of fascism. The Klan and fascists have teamed up. And if we let them get their hands back on our government, because they're in our government right now, we've seen them 
Holly, all of those fuckers, Ted Cruz, all of them. You can kiss your democracy goodbye. You can kiss your freedoms goodbye. Okay? Because their, their goal is to get their hands back on power. And this time, with or without Donald Trump's help, they're going to keep it. And they're not going to share it. Because they believe, deep down in their souls, that they're going to lose democracy. Because they're sick. They don't want education systems to work. They don't want none of this shit to work for no one. Not even the poor ignorant whites who go out there and do that dumb shit. It's the puppet masters I'm talking about. Not their minions like Ted Cruz and Holly and the rest of them and Donald Trump. I'm talking about the Cokes and the Mercers. I'm talking about Steve Bannon masters. I'm talking about the people that you don't hear about every day. That old funky money. They the ones who want to destroy democracy. Mark my words. If you let them get their hands back on the, on the power of the United States government, that's the last. The, that's the last time you can say the United States was free. White supremacy and fascists don't want that. They want to destroy democracy because democracy is a rainbow tyranny evil is dark and that's what they want and they convince millions through generations of ignorant southern white people and midwesterners and northerners that sharing this country with others is wrong That's fucked up. It really is. But that's our country. Those are the people who are in it. 70 million of them, 430 some thousand of them, voted for Donald Trump after 200,000 people died from COVID and millions of people in food lines and millions lost their jobs and homes. And the Republican Party could have cared fucking less if you would have ate or died or your kids had to sleep in a car or kids had internet or any of that. If you that stupid to let them go back and have their hands on the, the United States government instead of voting them bastards out and going after them funders if you want love this country, you... you <laughs> Don't say shit when bombs are falling and people are dying and it might be close to your home next time because they're trying to kill us with this virus and this craziness going on. You think this is going to stop them? No, they're just getting started. You heard it right there. They think they're going to lose their white utopia. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show and I'm telling you right now, Mitch O'Connell, all of those guys, Pat Rand Paul, you take a good look at the Republican Party, man. You know, they so bold with their shit. They sent that dark piece of shit, Tim Scott out there, to look at us in the face and lie. 
there's no fucking racism. Jesus, that's racist as fuck. I'm out of here.